So how is it hearing yourself in, in uh, headphones? It's kind of weird. It it's is. So clear. I feel like it's not that bad now, but if I go back and listen to it later, yeah. that's when it's going to sound really weird. You know, when you hear yourself on a recording and you're like, who is that? I don't know them. Right. When voicemail was a thing, like at your parents' house. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Remember that? Like you had an answering machine and all the kids would say something. Did you guys do that? Yes. Yeah. All the, yes. This is Jeff and My Sharon God. and Noel and, you know, like and yeah. David and Chris. And then you hear yourself, you're like, that's not me. But that's how I felt. It took me like probably five episodes to get used to hearing myself on this thing. When I was asked to be on and then listen to myself, I listened to 12 minutes and then shut it off. <laughs> did you not listen to your whole episode? Oh, no. I did not. You didn't. Mm-mm. Oh, that's I so sad. I said like 300 times in 12 minutes. I said, I'm done. I, I have to learn. <laughs> 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 I so. probably should have listened to it a little bit more and critiqued myself kinder. But I heard it and I said, I'm done. So when I first started doing this, the word I used the most was sure. I didn't even realize I said sure that many times mm-hmm. ever. But I'd be listening to it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. And I would just. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys, now this whole episode, I'm going to hear myself say like and sure the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was in a, I had a, I took physics in college and I had a, a tutor because I really wanted to get an A in this class. And this kid, he's brilliant. He's my age. And he was in the tutor center, and every time I thought I got something right, I'd be like, yeah, is that is that right? Did I do that? He's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, well, is that yes or no? You know? <laughs> he's like, yeah, sure. That's all I know. All right, you guys ready? Yes. All right, well, it's been recording, so we'll probably just keep all of this in. Are you sure it's recording? Because I think I remember an episode of yours where you thought you were recording and you were not. I'm recording. positive it's recording because uh, look at those little, those little lines on there. Those are so pretty. They are. And it's funny because I have a deeper voice so you can see my lines go up and down and yours. Oh, that's interesting. That's why you had to be in here for look, a couple minutes adjusting things. It looks like, things. is it an EKG or an EEG? What's the heart monitor that you look at? That would be a scary EKG right there. <laughs> I would never want to see that on a monitor. <laughs> All right, guys. So welcome to another episode of the Apogee Fitness Podcast. My name is David Carter, and I am here with... Jennifer Schultz. The one and only Jen Schultz. So um, Kevin had an outing with his wife this this evening. I, I think they had, he had to go uh, shake some hands and kiss some babies So with his luscious beard. So I've got Jennifer Schultz here. She graciously accepted the offer. We've been talking about it ever since her uh, her episode with us, and uh, oh, she finally made it honor. over. Yes, thanks of for coming. Glad I can make it work. Yeah. So, are you all recovered from the crash crucible? I am all recovered, finally mentally. I think I was more mentally damaged than physically damaged. Yeah, it's a long weekend. And I said Jennifer because I was having a long joke with a lot of people that my sign mm-hmm. had said Jennifer Schultz, and I do not go by Jennifer. But when I fill out formal paperwork, by default, I just do Jennifer. And so there were so many people that would look at my sign. They said, who's Jennifer? You're Jen. I said, no. But yes, I feel much better mentally. I'm ready for the next fun thing via CrossFit. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Um, I had a great time watching you guys. I'm glad I wasn't working out. Um, <laughs> but I did stand the entire weekend, and that takes it out of you too. 
I didn't work out, but I did stand behind that podcast and out in the tent and just kind of like Kevin wasn't there because he had COVID. So I volunteered to help set up the lights and I was taking care of that with some of the photographers. So just doing all that back work is funny. I had a couple people on the podcast, which is I'm going to post that tonight, actually, of just some live people coming through. And I got some of the workers and some of them were wearing loops. And I had one guy, he had a loop score of like 18. I think it was Friday or Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, so mad props to everybody working the behind the scenes yeah, at Crash. There were people that, you know, from the gym that had come up and said, congratulations, you did awesome. What a, Very complimentary. But those people were judges or they were, you know, corralling the athletes or doing so much. And I said, how do you feel? I got rest. I went home in between events. <laughs> they were, people were on their feet all day long. And I... That just takes a lot. A lot of the people that were dedicated into judging mm-hmm. all of the other components to make a competition run, that's just phenomenal. Yeah, it definitely takes community, that's for sure. Yes. Crash has a great one. Um, all right, want to talk about today's guest? <gasps> I know you're super excited. I you have, can introduce her I, if you'd like. I, well, if I had the responsibility <laughs> of introducing introducing our guest, I would have listed all of her accolades, all of the things about Lindsay. Yeah, um, I'm surprised you don't have them memorized. <sighs> You're a big fan. Just, you I, are a big said, fan. And I said your name. I I, I think I, when I oh. asked her to be a podcast host tonight and told her who the guest was, she responded with at least 10 exclamation points. Oh, and yay. like 300 happy face I emojis. Love exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have here today um, Crash Crucible athletes, uh, semi no almost semi-final athlete she almost made it um last year um this of the upstate athlete this of the upstate athlete quarterfinal athlete crucible athlete we also have a beach brawl athlete we um she was an individual competitor at beach brawl and team so she did really Friday, saturday and sunday competition two weeks before the crucible wow crash okay. crucible athlete this this was your second year doing it mm-hmm. as an individual yeah. And she also is a crescendo athlete. We just have an all-around amazing athlete with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, Lindsay Lane. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Lindsay, what's up? Hello, guys. Thank you so much for the <laughs> introduction, Jen. <laughs> I, I wish I had them written out. <laughs> Lindsay, I'm so sorry. No, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So your name's been thrown out quite a few. You have some fans. You do in the area. You have fans. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, I've had people DM me lately. Hey, when are you getting Lindsay Lane? on when you're getting and I was like we have her schedule she's coming <laughs> no, it, actually no, he was kidding. one of the ones that wasn't no it was you have a bunch of fans out here yes. so I'm glad that oh, you, you took the time out of your Thursday evening to come on over and chat with us so first question it's always the first question is this your first podcast interview it is well you're doing great so far oh, thank you yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have to cut some stuff out or whatever if I say something. No, <laughs> I think this is going to be smooth as butter. All right. Uh, tell us a little bit, Lindsay. The audience likes to know a little bit about the uh, the guests that we have on, a little bit of background. So tell us a little bit where you're from, um, what kind of upbringing you had. Um, talk about how cool your parents were or weren't and <laughs> any siblings you have. Okay. Um so I'm from Maryland originally, um, up north. Um, my parents are amazing. Um, my mom was a very competitive Ironman athlete, so she competed in um, the World Championships at Kona 
I think she qualified four times. Um, we went a couple of times. My dad was big into triathlon too. Um, growing up in Maryland, I started soccer at a very young age. Um, it was like the only sport I remember doing. I started doing cross country running a little bit in high school, but I got competitive with soccer very early. Um, I did that basically, I mean, up until college, I got recruited to go to the University of South Carolina. Um, and then, yeah, I played there for four years. Um, let's see, siblings. I'm an only child. I try to leave that out. <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about the recruiting process. You told me earlier. Yes. Okay. So, um, for at least women's soccer, um, I don't know how it is now, but before the recruiting process started really young. Um, so I think I com verbally committed to South Carolina when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, wow. yeah, oh yes. Yeah, so I don't think I could even drive yet. Um, <laughs> but I knew where I was going to college. Um, <laughs> So I committed there, uh, Jamie and Shelly, the, they're actually married. They're the coaches at University of South Carolina. Um, they've been with the program for a really long time, um, and they've done just awesome things with it. But they recruited me. I came down to visit. I remember flying into Columbia and being like, what is this place? Because near the airport, there's like nothing. And I was like, ugh. I don't know about this, <laughs> but then I got on campus of, uh, Carolina and fell in love with it. Um, so committed there, um, decided my senior year of high school that I was going to go to South Carolina a semester early. Um, so I left, um, in January, uh, when I was 17 to go to South Carolina to start playing. Can um, I just cut you off there and talk yes. to you how brave that is? Oh. Because you, you're, you, graduated essentially from high school mm -hmm. semester early so you, did you go to your senior prom um I think I came back and went to it because all my friends were still but there all of those yeah. things right that's yeah. such a brave outcome of your life I would even if I was the I, I mean I don't know I got recruited for sports and if I had to mm -hmm. miss out on my last semester of senior year I think I would have freaked um, out and I think for I you was to just so ready like I was so excited to like play there and just like go to college and like play with those girls and like kind of like get to that next level of wow. playing that I was just like full force ahead like this is what we're doing like I'll do whatever it takes to make this happen like that fall I took some classes at community college so I could graduate early but that was the plan that is your work ethic and drive oh my gosh Seriously. so I want to bring it back to when you were younger then. Okay. Um, you said you started playing soccer at a super young age. At what point did you, like, have that, I fell in love with soccer? You know, you, every kid plays mm -hmm. soccer when they're five years old. And then I feel like that's, like, the introduction to sports, right? Mm -hmm. And then around eight, nine, ten, you start deviating to, I don't know, basketball, baseball, football, um, volleyball for girls or swimming. Um, and then there's the people that, fall in love with soccer and stick with it forever mm -hmm. um talk about when that happened for you and then when you started when did you start playing travel soccer or premier soccer or whatever I feel like travel started pretty quickly so I played I mean I want to say I was like five when I started playing soccer like just little rec leagues and stuff and I want to say at like seven or eight I had a coach be like hey you should go try out for this travel league team like mm -hmm. in the area you should go do that my parents were like, okay, cool, let's go do that. So we went and did that. I think, I'm pretty sure I didn't make the team. Um, so then I found another team 
and I think it was a year up. They were a little bit older than me, and I didn't make it. Um, so then I went and played for another travel team. So I want to say it was pretty young, probably like eight or nine years old. So, I mean, it was full steam ahead very early. Um, and then it's kind of blurry, but I just, um, I know I switched to a club that was about an hour and a half away from my house. Um, probably in like middle school. Um, so we started traveling a ton every weekend was away we played in this league called ECNL where tournaments would be in like Vegas, Colorado, Florida, wherever. So it was just, we were always on the go. Like it was kind of like Cho soccer, full speed ahead. That's what we're doing. So ECNL is huge. That's like the top level then. Mm-hmm. Yep. CSA here, they have an ECNL team as well. Mm-hmm. Are you, I want to stay on the topic of being a kid and playing soccer, but real quick, are you involved in soccer at all around here? No. In Greenville? I'm not. Okay. I played for, when I was in college, I played for CISA over the summer okay. a little bit. Um, and But no, I, I don't really play anymore. Okay, so when you started ECNL, how old were you? Uh, I have such a bad memory. Um, but I was probably in middle school. Wow, that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of commitment to a sport and as a middle schooler, but that's what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was all consuming every day. Um, when I wasn't at practice, I'd be on the field with my dad. Um, we'd be practicing. He learned the whole game of soccer because I loved it. Um, and he taught himself. He taught me like, so that was huge. So my earliest memory of women's soccer was obviously the World Cup. When was that? Was that 1999? Uh, okay. I think okay. it was 99. So they were playing China, the mm-hmm. whole Brandy Chastain thing. Do you remember that? How old are you? I do remember it. Um, I mean, so I'm 26 now. Uh-huh. Um, so I had a, I was young. You were very young. Yeah, I was young, but I do remember it. I had a Brandy Chastain jersey, actually, and a Mia Hamm poster um, on my wall growing up. Huge, <laughs> huge. Took up the whole wall. That's awesome. Yes. All right. So being involved in that ECNL league, did you ever rub shoulders with any of these top dogs? Like, um, so not in ECNL, but I played for the Washington Spirit. Um, I don't know if you would call it semi-pro team, but for like under their pro team over the summer. So I played with and kind of like around a lot of the girls who are, um, like in the professional leagues now some on the national team a little bit mm-hmm. what is ecnl for? i'm not a soccer person so she, yeah, she it's just play. and i don't even know if what that's does it stand like the for? main club now like because now they have like asa i guys know guys have clubs cisa cisa, oh, CISA okay. is not asa so ecnl is just like an overarching club there's a bunch of other clubs under it and oh. you go and play against each other so ecnl um, is like a national league um is that that's correct right and CISA here stands for carolina elite soccer Soccer association yeah so they have their own ecnl team so the top players really from i want to say a lot of kids on that team travel maybe even a couple hours to come play for CISA, and they travel Mm -hmm all around the nation in this league. And this this is like one of the top leagues where you get recruited to go play college like she did mm-hmm. or um, you get recruited to go to the professional leagues. So soccer is a little bit like hockey or like I, – I feel like football is really the only 
true last high school sport where playing varsity matters, where you actually get recruited from, from your, your varsity, varsity team. team. Yeah, I didn't play high school soccer. I played high school cross country. I ran um, for my high school team, and that was really fun. Did they really did they ever the were side. they sad that you didn't play for your varsity team? I played my so I played my freshman year um and then I decided not to play anymore. It just um it was from a small town and right. it, yeah, it was just with time commitment. No, I get that. So Maryland, that's a big state. Some people will think of Maryland as almost like the southern part is kind of southern, mm-hmm. like southern culture almost like and then the northern part is very much like Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. So what part were you from? So I'm from southern Maryland. Okay. It's like right near the Chesapeake Bay. I don't know if you've heard of Solomon's Island area, but we're big on crabbing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, fishing yes. and crabbing. Um, but yeah, more southern. But I would still say it's not like southern here. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> sure. So... I'm not like super familiar with the landscape. Was winter winter there? Did you guys play indoor soccer there? We did. Futsal, okay. my favorite. I love to play futsal. Yeah, we yeah. played. Um, I feel like, I mean, we went to nationals a couple times for uh, futsal. Um, but yeah, we did. We had real winters, real snow, a few times a year. Yep. So good. Yeah, so indoor soccer. Indoor so- well, I grew up playing <laughs> soccer too, so I was very involved in all of this. Yes. And uh Indoor soccer is almost like a completely different sport than outdoor soccer. It is. It's pretty crazy, actually. Like, some people who are, like, professional indoor soccer football players, like, are not good outside. Like, it's just a lot smaller, a lot tighter, a lot more technical. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I mean, it's just, it is a different game. Um, but it was fun. It was something we all did in the winter. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no it's idea. really fast. It's like hockey. Yeah. So you sub out like every two minutes. You have mm-hmm. lines. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it's very much very like hockey. Pace. It's very it's fast. very fast. And you have a smaller ball. It's smaller, a little bit heavier. Oh, yeah. I'm learning so mm-hmm. much. It's fun. You can yeah. use the walls and everything. You can't, so that's you can't check or anything like that. But Indoor soccer, you can use the walls. Yeah. That's all you can't use the walls. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, awesome. So... Mm-hmm. Were there any other schools that reached out to you to, you know, get mm-hmm. recruited and go there? How did you, what, what made you choose South Carolina of all places? Um, it's kind of funny. I was wanting to go to a school that was more north and cold because I had an idea in my head that I liked colder weather better. better. Now, I absolutely not. Like, I'm already. Oh, she was all about that Ugg boot life. I was all Ugg about that. Ugg boots and life. North Faces. Yes, yep. I thought I was going to go to Penn State. I was like, <laughs> I just want to be in the cold weather. Like, yep. get me out of the heat. Um, And now I'm like already not having this weather. Like, I need And you're it like, to I'm not somewhere. going home to Maryland because it's exactly. too cold. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I looked at a few others. I looked at University of Maryland because it was close. Virginia was close too. I had in my head that I was going to play in the ACC. That's what I wanted. I was like, I'm going to play in the ACC. I don't know any other schools. Um, so I looked at Virginia, Maryland, um, a couple others. Um, Penn State was up on my list, but then I think I ended up being like their second choice center midfielder. So I just, it didn't like work out. Um, and I do remember it came down to University of Miami in Florida and University of South Carolina. So both very hot schools, um, but, uh, University of Miami just being a private school, it's a lot smaller than I thought South Carolina's like, I wanted to go to a big school, um, 
just the culture there with their team kind of all lined up. Um, the players that they were bringing in, the players that they had there lined up really well with, like, what I wanted to do, the style of play that they did, um, just lined up with the kind of player I was. So it, it just kind of worked out. That's cool. So you, you grew up playing center mid then? Yes. Yep. And that's what you played in college? Yep. I played um, I played a little bit more of an attacking mid before college, and then in college I slid back to more of a defensive holding mid. So real quick, because we're <laughs> going to tie this into CrossFit, uh-huh. right? So explain to people what the center mid position consists of, because uh-huh. that's a workhorse position. Yes, lots of running. Um, so I would say you need to be in both sixes, like both ends of the field. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the probably the person that runs and moves the most on the entire team. Mm-hmm. I do um, love to run. <laughs> you, uh, you're playing a little defense. You're playing a little mm-hmm. offense. And you're feeding the ball forward. Um, feeding I like the to ball think back. of it as like it's kind of, if you don't know anything about soccer, like the quarterback's like dishing balls out. You know, I don't. Okay, the, I don't know much about football, so maybe this is a terrible analogy. But he's dishing balls out places. Soccer, you're kind of you're passing, assisting, setting up plays. Not necessarily like the main scorer, but that's kind. Of, that's what your yeah, position is. You're like facilitating the game. Um, in the 1999 Cup World. Is am I using the World Cup? That who? What female was that position? I so Mia Hamm was a forward. She was like their number nine, so she was there attacking. Brandy Chastain. I'm trying to remember because I was young. She might have been on the outside. I think Julie Foudy might have been in the middle. I've never played a game of soccer in my life, so I don't know any of these positions. Or okay. but it's shocking to me, aren't we'll you Italian? <laughs> You're Italian. You've never 100%. you did never played it when it, you never were a little play. kid. I was a very individual sport person. I did diving and I danced and I. I just steered away from team sports because I was decent at the end track. I was a hundred meter mm-hmm. and two hundred meter sprint runner, but I've oh, soccer. I, I mean, I remember trying to go to soccer games at Clemson <laughs> and in high school, but I just never knew what was going on. I just saw the ball go back and forth. I didn't know who was what position. Obviously, there's a lot of strategy. And we can have a lesson after. Okay, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate you. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. So, going to South Carolina, getting. Uh, kind of thrown into southern culture Mm -hmm. was that a hit at the beginning or were you like all about it i remember not liking country music at all now i really enjoy it um what else i was like people are so nice Mm -hmm. um i would just go to the grocery store and people would be like just out of this world nice to me i was like whoa what is happening like what did you major in um so i started out as an exercise science major um for my first year couldn't quite keep up uh, anatomy kicked my butt a little bit um so I switched to um it was called visual communications and that's kind of where I started to get into graphic design mm-hmm. awesome yeah I want to talk about what you're doing with that in a little bit so let's kind of move from soccer you played all four years there you started you had a great time mm-hmm at what point did you know that that was coming to an end and you were going to move on from soccer? So um, I left this out a little bit on the journey, but I feel like it is a big part of my story. Um, when So I left high school early to go play um, in the spring. Um, so I played all of that spring with Carolina, and we were actually playing Furman up at CESA, and I tore my uh, left ACL. Um so I had to redshirt my freshman year at South Carolina. 
So I redshirted, um, came back, played my sophomore year, and then spring ball came around. Um, it was like, I think it was our first day of spring season that next year, tore my other one. Um, and then I had like, I think it was like six months on the dot to get back for preseason. Um, so I was like, all right, like hammer down time to work. And I got back in time for preseason, um, and then finished out the rest of, um, my years there. So I had a fifth year, um, at Carolina, which was great. Oh, that's cool. Wow. That's at, 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 Tearing one CL sucks, or one ACL mm-hmm. sucks. Like, that was probably a dagger to the heart. Tearing it again, and the other one, mm-hmm. pretty close to that, must have been. Talk about that, the men, yes. mental part behind that. That had to have been hard. It definitely was. So, like, going in early to school, I was 17 years old. Soccer was the only thing I ever knew. Like, the 17-year-old whose value is completely wrapped up in soccer. Like, my identity was, like, I'm the soccer player. Like, I'm going to go like start at South Carolina next year like this is what I'm doing um and then I tear my ACL which is like I mean it's very common for female soccer players especially but um you know it's that one thing that you don't want to happen to you and you're like um so it happened um and then I was out for almost a whole year um so I redshirted um and it was I mean it was really really tough mentally I learned a lot um I you know overcame it got stronger from it but um it was definitely mentally hard physically hard I mean as you know like recovering from an ACL is pretty painful um so the first time I would say just like mentally physically all the emotions I had to grow up a lot um especially freshman year of college a lot of you know you're away from home you're in school for like the first time dealing with a bunch of stuff so um yeah that was definitely tough um the second one went a lot better physically I think I knew what to expect so I was like okay like these are the cards I've been dealt like I know I want to play again so I don't really have time I didn't even have time to like almost like grieve it too much I had six months to get back so it was like okay you just need to hop into it um and do it so I recovered much faster it wasn't quite as painful I think I knew like what to expect from the recovery process um, just when I did come back, I mean, I was wearing a knee brace, just like the confidence was a little bit low. So mm-hmm. I would say mentally the second one was tough too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely true. Once you injure yourself, you're, that's always in the back of your mind. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I still, it's still like, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't in the mm-hmm. back of my mind still. Yep. Um, did the same surgeon do both knees? Yes. Um, Dr. Guy, he also did Marcus Lattimore's knees, so I guess that's my claim to fame. There you go, cool. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so when he actually, when he did surgery on the first one, he was like, man, I really wish we could go in on the second one because just the way my knees were, like, not that he was like, this is going to happen again, but like the likelihood was high just because of the way. Whatever your anatomy was in Mm -hmm. your knee, he like saw it and was, Mm -hmm. and predicted not that you were going to tear your ACL, but (gasps) Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm so thankful and grateful. Like, the doctors, um, my athletic trainer, like, all the people at South Carolina were phenomenal. Like, I mean, I couldn't have had a better place to rehab. That's awesome. All right, so you finished your fifth year at Mm -hmm. South Carolina. Yes. What happened after that? So, I'll say, um, our fifth year, we made it to the Final Four. 
Um, so that was pretty awesome. Um, and I was going through a time of like, do I want to play professional soccer? Like, do I not? I was talking to some coaches over in Iceland. I had a tryout with the club in Utah here. Um, but there was just something that I wasn't quite like a hundred percent in. And I had been a hundred percent in my whole life to soccer. I was like, I want to be a professional soccer player. This is what I want to do. I had never wavered from that, but I think just over the five years, like obviously mentally it took a toll. Um, and I think somewhere along the line at the end, I probably fell out of love with like the process. Um, and I wasn't ready to do what it required to like play at the next level Mm -hmm. and to like, you know, if I went and played professionally, I'd want to like start and be playing. And I just wasn't willing to do all the things that it required. So I was like, all right, like we're going to move on. Um, and it was a tough decision, but like my family was super supportive. That's awesome. You, you kind of went through that same thing, correct, Jen, where when you were done with your diving career, you were like, I'm washing my hands of this kind of thing. And Yes, but I had a more clear definition that I was just done. I didn't really love it through college. It sounds like, Lindsay, you just, it was. I did. We, it, it made, yeah. To make it to the final four. Yeah, we won. So we had back-to-back SEC wins, um, and then we, yeah, we made it to the final four. We lost to Stanford. They ended up winning. Um yeah, we, I mean, we had a great, we had a great run. My freshman year, we made it to the Elite Eight, um, and we beat UNC for the first time. We played Florida State, who ended up winning, and that was, like, an ideal, my, I guess, my redshirt freshman year. Um, but then, yeah, so, I mean, you couldn't go out a better way. I don't like, mean to go up off on this tangent, but can you maybe hit on, do you still have, I guess, a good way for me to navigate this would be, are any of your close friends this day, girls that were on the soccer team with you at USC like are those still your strongest friendships or um what was the camaraderie like within a female unit like that I mean we had like 30 girls on a team at once so there's a ton you know like you have to have enough to play so Jen I don't know if you know this but there's 11 girls on a field (laughs) (laughs) so you have to have at least 22 basically um so you can play against each other in practice and then obviously People get hurt. People get hurt. There's always, you know, that's going on. So we had 30 girls. So, and then, you know, all different ages. But yes, a couple of the girls on the team are still my very best friends um, to this day. Um, You know, you go through uh, one girl in particular. um, Her name's Sophie. I mean, she went through both of my ACLs with me. I went through one with her. You know, you go through all the things you go through at 17 to 22 years old um right uh <laughs> chapter of your life yeah so um and our team was solid like we were a unit uh top down from the coaching uh standpoint they just uh yeah it was great um I had a wonderful college experience so definitely went out well that sounds amazing Hey guys, we're going to take a break to thank our sponsors for today's episode. We're going to start off with CrossFit Greer. If you're living in the Greer area and are interested in getting started in CrossFit, go ahead and look up CrossFit Greer. Jen and Reagan Green are the owners there. If you mention the Apogee podcast to them, they will give you 10% off your first month's membership fees. I would also like to thank Blitz Belts and Chris Kane for their continued support of the show. So be sure to use their 15% off coupon code at checkout. That's Apogee, all caps. That gets you, the listener, 15% off at checkout at Blitz Belts on your custom order. I want to thank Goat Tape for being our new sponsor. Goat Tape has committed its brand to providing the best in athletic tape. 
They are the standard for CrossFit tape, Scary Sticky. Now they are providing the best in KT tape. So at checkout, be sure to get your 25% off your wholesale purchase. Use the coupon code Apogee at checkout. Finally, if you guys would like to become an invested friend of the show and are interested in supporting the show directly, go to anchor.fm slash Podcast and click on the support tab. We love bringing you guys awesome content each week, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast, drop a review, and let us know how we're doing. When you graduated, where'd you go from there? So I graduated, so it's kind of a little bit confusing because I graduated and then I had one year left. So then I got my master's in art at South Carolina for that final year. Um, and then when I graduated from there, so our la- my last fifth year, um, I got a job um, at a marketing agency called Up and Up right next to CrossFit Reaction oh, okay. um, in Greenville. So um Yep, so that's where I went after, and I moved uh, to Greenville immediately after school. So you were a little bit familiar with Greenville from playing up here for with CESA. Other than that, were you familiar at all? No, not at all. Like, actually, um, I mean, I saw, I guess I saw the Croc Center because I played there um, a couple times over the summer, but I really didn't explore Greenville at all beforehand. Um, so then when I came to do my interview here was, like, the first time I had really seen more of Greenville yeah so did you find a place by yourself or did you find some online roommates (laughs) how did that work um I did I found a place by myself I lived by myself um for my first year in Greenville and I had um I have a little English bulldog um (laughs) dog so it was me and him uh who moved here um but yeah so I lived at District West downtown um for a bit um when I first moved here and then I ended up moving in with a girl that I worked with, um, but no crazy roommates. Okay, <laughs> no crazy, no crazy roommate stories. No good roommate stories. Yes, no, no, none. <laughs> so what did your parents think about you staying down here? Um, they liked it. So they have a place in, they actually live there full time now in Columbia, um, but they um, had a, another house in Columbia. So they were down all the time for every game. Um, so they were eventually going to, like, migrate south as well. Um, and I think I got really spoiled by the warm weather. So yeah, for going sure. up back up north was never really a thought. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have a closet full of coats? Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, so do <laughs> I. Do you, Jen? Just yes. in case. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's, it's stupid. Like, we have <sighs> probably at least 10 coats between me and Laura mm-hmm. in our closet still that we have not touched. I touched them. This past April when I went to Colorado to go snowboarding. That was the first time I put mm-hmm. one on well, in a while. Well, you have two boys, so Christmas is here. Yeah. The, with where you, but don't you go around Christmas, New Year's, to, up to Michigan to visit your family? We went up there. We went up to Michigan. Um, I guess it was like maybe three years ago. Riggs was like, well, he doesn't remember it. But other than that, they've come down here usually. Oh, okay. And um, Laura's a big, it's a big deal to her to do Christmas morning at our house because yeah. obviously Santa comes. Yes. And that's a big deal and then for you do you go with your parents living in columbia Mm -hmm. how often do you make it up to maryland and Uh, you don't have siblings so like no so they just sold their house in maryland like a couple months ago okay so my grandma is still there but um and i've got my dad's family's up in new york um and then my mom's family's like kind of in the virginia 
area, um, Virginia, North Carolina area. So, yeah, there's always potential for cold. You need to have <laughs> it's true. coats in your coat closet. Yes, so. And North Face jackets are awesome. <laughs> they, they are. are. Yeah, you they you don't go out of style. Many, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So talk. You, you were right next to Reaction, up and up. Uh-huh. Are, how did you walk into Reaction? Um, yes. So I'm working at Up and Up for a few months. Uh, got this job. I'm trying to figure out my life. I'm like, I'm not a soccer player anymore. Who am I? What am I going to do? I was running a lot. Um, I had this idea in my head that I just wanted to be as little as possible. And I was going to, um, just run and run and run and never pick up a weight again. I literally said that to, uh, I think our strength coach at Carolina. I said, I'm never going to pick up a weight again. Um, now look at you. Yeah. He still gives me crap for that. Um, but um, so I was running half marathons. I was training for, uh, the Kiowa marathon at the time. Um, there was a lady that I worked with at up and up who did CrossFit. Um, so we kind of talked about that. It took me a few months to be like, okay, I'm going to try this. But I started to get a little bit bored of running, wanted to make some new friends. I kept seeing all these fit people running in and out of reaction next to up and up. And I was like, what are they doing? They look so good. (laughs) Um, so then, uh, one day I like emailed Amy. I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I want to try it. Like I'm going to come drop in. She's like, yeah, just come over for an introductory class. So I came over literally right next door. Like if you've seen the building, it's mm-hmm. right next door. Um, and I remember like thinking to myself like, oh, maybe I just won't go. Like I'll just, I'll just not go. Like it'll be fine. I'll just skip it. I'll go next week, whatever. And then I walked over. I was just not sure what door to walk in. Um, and then Carrie, um, which we all know and love her. Uh, she was so welcoming. She welcomed me in. Um, and yeah, I did my introductory class at reaction. Um, I was doing this little boot camp on the side, watching class happen. Um, and just amazed by the barbells everywhere and how fit everyone looked. And I was like, Whoa, this is something I maybe want to be a part of. Um, and, um, yeah. So then I was like, what? Like, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I think it was a little over three years now. So I think I just had my three year anniversary. I got my email the other day. Wow. Um, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, so, uh, did that started doing classes. So, and then I did classes for a, a good while. Um, and yeah, I mean, I fell in love with it. I mean, how could you not like (laughs) the competitiveness, like the community, everything about it. I mean, I met my fiance at reaction, like all, most of my best friends are from there. Like a ton of our like work stuff has come out of there. Like I, I mean, that place just has a big spot in my heart. That's awesome. So you walk in, what was your first workout after the introductory workout? Do you remember? No, I'm sorry. I don't remember. A lot of people say their first workout was Karen, but my first workout was definitely not Karen. Oh, We've gotten a lot of filthy 150s. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. But yeah, Karen. I don't remember. It was such a blur. <laughs> I just remember what I was wearing when I first walked into CrossFit. But Really? You can go back to that episode and figure it out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Did we talk about that? Teaser. We talked we about that. Um. At what point did you realize that you were really good at CrossFit? I still don't think that Oh, my goodness. Lindsay Lane. Maybe one day. (laughs) Like, so, well, then talk about maybe you're in reaction, you're doing the classes, 
Mm-hmm. What about your first competition? Like, was there a competition that kind of like you were itching to get at? Or like, how did you get into the competitive mode? So when I first started going to CrossFit, I think it was, so it was early fall um, of 2019. No, 2018? 2019 was my first open. So I think it was the fall of 18 that I was in there. Um, I'm terrible with dates. Well, there was also, co- like, there was an open where, wasn't there like a, an open year? In where- the fall. So this was before that. That one. was before that. Yeah. So the one in the fall was in that 2019. Was 2019. Yes. Yeah. So okay. you, so I think I did two opens in 2019, and that was my that, first I think, ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I started in 2018. I was still training for the Kiowa Marathon in December. So that was like most of my time. Like in the mornings, I would priority. run, and then in the afternoons after work, I would walk over um, to reaction and do the class. Um, and so I continued on that till about December, January. Um, Somewhere along the fall, Amy convinced me to do a confutati, and that is where I met you, Jen, for the very first time. The one at Reaction. Yes. The Greenville game. Yes. She, I remember. The Greenville game. She got me to do it with Tati, and I was like, I can't do a competition. Give me a couple years. Like, I cannot do that. I can't even wrap my head around it. Tati was like, I'll teach you how to do a handstand push-up. I'll teach you how to do a squat clean. It'll be fine. Um, and she did. I did some handstand push-ups at that comp. <laughs> Not too many, but... <laughs> That was, yeah, I, I have vivid mm-hmm. memories of that You had just had Mia. I, I, I did, yeah, uh, I, Amy, that's when Amy, as I was living in Charlotte, and mm-hmm. Amy messaged me to do a competition with her, and I was very honored. I said, Amy, Fred wants me to do a competition with her. <laughs> <gasps> and I remember meeting you there, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, my first Greenville Games was in 2015. Ooh. Yeah, I threw up <laughs> in the chalk bucket. There's a picture oh of God. it. There's a picture of it. Of course, Kenny yeah. Got it. It, it'll, it'll. I'm sure it'll uh, float to the top somewhere sometime oh, soon. Oh, we'll have but, to yeah. find it. I, it's funny. The scene has kind of changed over there, so I don't even know if some of the there's this. I don't even. I have not seen this judge since then. This was 2015, so it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he's still in. I don't know the guy's name, but. He's literally taking a selfie of himself, and he's laughing. He's got the biggest smile on his face, and I'm in the background with my head in a chalk bucket. <laughs> was this the Greenville Games? Where, didn't they have it? <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Um, was this at the high school? Didn't they have it at a high school? It was the year after. Okay. So that was 2014, I think. Okay. This was 2015, I think. Or maybe it was 2016. Anyways, it was, there's a picture it was right of the around there. The most important highlight is that there's a picture of you. We're going to have yeah. to dig it up. We, yeah, it was bad. It probably was Brandon. <laughs> it probably was Brandon. He <laughs> probably thought it was really funny. Oh, man, it was bad. But, uh, yeah, oh, sorry, I interrupted you. So, awesome. Oh, no. So, how did you do in your first competition? Oh, my goodness. I have no idea. I don't know how Tati and I did. Um, I do remember hitting some squat cleans, and I was pumped about it. Hit some handstand push-ups, push-ups for mm-hmm. the first time. Um, and I was really excited about it. And I do remember I was so <coughs> sore the next day, like a crazy amount of sore. I think just the intensity, I was like, whoa, where did this come from? Um, did you lose a lot of sleep the night before? Cause that was your no, first competition. I, you know what? I probably did. I probably did. <laughs> it's, um, I don't remember it, but I probably did. But yeah. So after that, I was like, oh, this is really fun. Um, but I was still like, I'm going to do marathons. I'm going to get into triathlons after this marathon. Like, that's my plan. So I still wasn't, like, hooked, hooked. With all, of your, with all of your soccer, your running, mm-hmm. um, do you believe that your athletic background helps you succeed in CrossFit? Or do you just, like, love the process? Or, mm-hmm. like, or is it just a culmination of everything? It's probably a culmination of everything. I mean, I think everyone comes from probably different backgrounds that help them more um, – 
you know, gymnastics geared towards the gymnastics part of, you know, but with soccer, like I have a good aerobic base. Um, you know, we did squat in college. Like I didn't do any Olympic lifts, but we did like squat and do some strength training. So I have a little bit of background there. So that definitely did help. And just like the mindset and way I've like lived my whole life with soccer and, um, stuff from an early age of, um, traveling and being competitive it's just like the only thing that I know (laughs) I just can't believe that it's only been three years and you're so good yeah definitely so (laughs) let's talk a little bit about like current CrossFit because I remember watching you I guess it was last year at Crucible was I guess like your biggest first competition yeah that was my first uh uh definitely three day I mean I guess this was it past weekend was my second three day because I did the crescendo be- was the year you did it with Tati. Oh yes, yep. That and we did intermediate. And you did intermediate. Jr. was so mad, and I was like, Jr. I can't clean hundred and fifty five. Whatever pounds. the standard I, was. Yeah, I was like, I can't do like regular. Like the barbell went up to like one ninety five. I was like, I literally can. I cleaned one fifty five for the first time in that comp. I was <laughs> pumped. Yes. <laughs> and so then Crucible last year. Yeah. So twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Was that was first, first three-day, like, big individual competition, yeah. and I was scared out of my life. That was the first time I feel like I ever saw you compete. I feel like that's probably the first time a lot of people like, all right, mm-hmm. who's this the new girl kind oh, of on the scene? I don't mean to interrupt, because the, yeah. the only reason why I have a picture in my mind, before that, you did do... Wasn't the beach, beach bro? Was it the beach, beach, town. beach town throwdown? So I did beach town throwdown. It was a couple weeks prior to that, right? It was, I think it was a few months, months okay. prior. I think... That was COVID year, so yes. it was a little bit weird. So that got pushed back a little bit. Um, but that was my very first individual. It was just a one-day comp. Um, but it was my first, like, by myself. I don't have a partner to rely on. Mm-hmm. I'm in it out there by myself. And then Crucible last year was three days. Like, yeah, that one was definitely the biggest one. Mentally, physically mm-hmm. exhausting. Yep. So talk about that, like (laughs) leading up to Crucible. Did you, when you signed up for that one, did you realize it was going to be kind of like that caliber of competition leading Mm -hmm. up to it? So I definitely knew it was going to be like a high level of competition. I think, you know, proximity bias, you don't realize what's necessarily out there until you like put yourself out there with, you know, people who are better than you and, you know, like those girls and the girls this past weekend, they're all amazing. Um, so, I mean, I knew it was high level. I knew it was going to be a challenge and that's why I wanted to do it. Cause I was like, I want to get more into individual competitions. Um, we went to Wadapalooza in 2019 just to spectate. And I was like, whatever I have to do to do this, I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, just diving feet head first, head first, I guess into crucible last year. Um, yeah. It's kind of like started like a not a new process, if you will, but a more motivating, mm-hmm. like intentional. Yes, process. definitely more intentional of like, okay, so in two thousand nineteen or twenty, I don't know, these COVID years, mm-hmm. I don't know, but yes, started to be more intentional mm-hmm. about training. So what does that mean? Does that mean you started doing more than just like classes? Yes. So, um. After, I forget when we did it, probably mid-2019, started being more intentional about, yes, like, 
two sessions a day, like every, every movement. Okay. Sorry. Let me rewind. I started doing mayhem in the summer of 2019 programming Mm -hmm. with Andy, my fiance and, um, our friend Hill. And we started doing mayhem. So that's when I started to kind of do more. Um, but I had to scale everything. And then uh, Andy kind of started to um, drift away from CrossFit a little bit. Um, and he was like, hey, I'll just start programming for you. Um, I know what you need to work on. Like, this Mayhem programming is great, but there's specific things like gymnastics and Olympic lifting that, like, you need to work on. Like, let me kind of, like, structure this for you. So then he started writing stuff for me. Um, and then we started to become more intentional about that. And then we started doing two sessions a day and it just kind of like And then COVID shortly hit after that, after the mayhem that you were doing in 2019. Yep. Mm-hmm. So how did you, tra- did you just, did you train a bunch at home? Just mm-hmm. I was, so I was coaching a little bit at a gym, at B2L. Um, I don't know what B2L is. CrossFit built to last oh. um, for uh, the owner and his wife were good friends of mine. Um, so I was coaching a little bit there and he like so nicely gave me literally every piece of equipment I could have needed. And I had it in my car and we would pull it out. I lived at the lofts at the time Mm -hmm. and we would pull it out and we'd work out there and then we put it back in the car and then we pull it back out. And that's what we did every day. So that's what you did from like January, February, whatever. COVID Mm -hmm. hit March till. So that was when, when reaction was closed. Mm -hmm. That's what we did. All gyms Mm -hmm. were. Yep. Shut down, and that's what you did. Yep. And then, so you were coaching at B2L, and then, so when did you start coaching at Reaction? So I started coaching at Reaction, I want to say it was um, January of that year. So January of? So not quite a year ago. Probably okay. coming up on a year okay. ago that I started coaching there a little bit. Um, and then, um, yep, Amy and I started. And then uh, you started training with Amy. Yes. So I think Amy and I started training together more after Crucible last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. Yep. Because then the Crucible was in October of 2020, mm-hmm. right? Because we just did 2021. Yes, yes, yes And yes. it's the fall. So then January yes. is when you and Amy started working out yes. a bit more. Mm-hmm. And then I just tried to tag along because I, I don't want to be with the with those females. <laughs> and <laughs> no, so like no, no, the, no. the training with them is so much fun with Amy and Lindsay. But they have like a very, very a beautiful duo that they have going on they push each other in different ways like amy has her gymnastic skills um and she's very good at cardio too but Lindsay's on a quite the level of of cardio and so you were training with her in january or that's when you guys started training after crucible and then that's when you started coaching and you're just now like <laughs> is it competition after competition or are you like constantly like no we're okay, definitely but- a little bit intentional about when we compete. So I would say we did crucible last year mm-hmm. and that was kind of great. And it was a big, like, like we were like, okay, we have all these things we need to work on. It was a great, like new fire. Um, and then we were like, okay, this is how the open and quarters is going to work. Like, you know, let's go after that. And that was our big one. And then after that, we were like, okay, we need to like, this past uh the past few months I was like I need to get some more experience competing individually because I've competed on a team my whole life and mm-hmm. it is very different mm-hmm. um, <laughs> oh yes I we did the cr- 
crescendo. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Oh, oh, you guys had an amazing finish to what was it? The lunges, the lunges. Prior to that, prior to that, (laughs) Lindsay goes, "I am never doing synchro wall balls ever again." I hate, I hate synchro. No, just kidding. I do love competing on teams with people. I think it's really fun. Um, but. Um, synchro wall balls. Synchro not, wall balls. We're just not. It's not <laughs> happening anymore. No. But then yes, she. Oh my gosh. Who was who was all on that team again? Oh, it was so fun. It was me, Jen, uh, Liz, and Amy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Liz um, Manor and Amy Fritt. And yes, that the and that picture last of that dumbbell oh. falling on my head. It will stay with me forever. <laughs> the there are so many awesome memories I have from that competition, and even we got like it was just back and forth with that other team. It mm-hmm. was we were so close and you were just phenomenal and don't think about that dumbbell no think about all of the other wonderful things that you did and contributed to that weekend because it was such a great weekend it was so much fun yeah that was that was like one of the most epic finishes of a of an event ever Mm -hmm. it was it was pretty good Um, all right. And then you ended up doing fittest of the upstate. Yes, I did fittest of the upstate after, uh, the open. Yep. That was another individual competition. Yep. So after fittest, you had crescendo, then you had beach brawl, now crucible. And now we're getting, it was, I think we went, um, I think crescendo was before fittest or no? Uh Oh yeah. yeah, Right. It was like the weekend before. Yeah. I think it was the weekend before. And now are you gearing up and getting ready now that it's like the holiday season, the open's going to be mm-hmm. kind of what the next big thing is. Yes, that's the plan. Okay. All right, so you've kind of built up this uh, this little team here, right? So you you have Andy. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Andy. Let's talk yes. about Andy. Let's talk about Andy. I want to be so jealous because yeah. he al- he's always wanted to be on a podcast. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe we'll like, have to get him on. I was like, after she asked me to be on a podcast, <laughs> he was so jealous. Well, actually, I was just talking to Justin Bell like two days oh, ago, him. and I th- think i'm gonna have i haven't asked andy this yet i've mm-hmm. actually never even met andy formally i don't think maybe i have um, such a great guy I, I i do know who he is um i think i'm gonna have justin and andy on at the same time and mm-hmm. have like a huge bro sesh oh. i think, that would I think be that'd be really phenomenal. fun you might need especially like especially since justin used to co-host this you podcast. might yes. need to cut out three hours of yeah for time. sure <laughs> for sure no i think that's a great idea but yeah let's talk about andy and um your no end performance yes. business mm-hmm. um well how did you meet andy okay. Oh, okay. So, tell sorry. us that story i feel let's like the past then. few years just are just one big like everything mesh. yes mesh <laughs> um but so I was at CrossFit Reaction. Andy was living in Columbia, um, working in Columbia. He ended up give, getting a job in Greenville. Um, and the November of 18, um, I believe it was, he moved to Greenville. JT, um, our friend who used to go to Reaction, was like, hey, come to Reaction, come work out. So I was working out, doing class. Andy came into the gym um and we were friends for like a month or two I think we went on our first date in February um in 19 um and yeah so he kind of he always jokes he's like I'm a pusher um but I do remember one of our first encounters was he was in the back room at reaction and he was doing this like little this like workout and I was like I don't think I can do that like I and he's like yeah sure you can like you can do this um, and I think I did like a few strict handstand pushups that I'd never done before or something like that. But, um, that's just the kind of person Andy is. But 
so we started dating um and yeah that's how we met i try yes, to remember i i just had somebody on the uh, couple maybe i always say a couple weeks ago it might have been a couple months ago and they were talking about they they met their significant other in in crossfit and they's like, oh man, there was like this this super cute guy walked in for the first time. So I just decided to grab a wall ball and do wall balls in front of them. I can't remember who it was. <gasps> That's, That's so really good. funny. I don't think we had a moment like that necessarily. Yeah. But we had this like group of friends who would just like always get coffee before workouts on Saturdays, and we just you know started hanging out more and more. Um, and then I forget how it happened, but he like asked me to go on a date. We went on a date, and then and that's it was in yep. 2019. And then yeah, beginning did, of 2019. And then when did you move in together? Um, um, last. No, it's been over a year. Well, there's that epic picture of his proposal, and that's in front of your house, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's such a beautiful picture. Um, we moved in June 6th of 20. 2022 okay yes and yes then yes 2020 wasn't it new year's yes <gasps> this past new year's yeah. yep mm-hmm. that's awesome that's quick and i like that i feel like when you know you know yeah that's how it was for us too me and laura it was mm-hmm. real quick i feel like you get to a certain age and you're like all right i'm done yeah. like, with this dating it's thing. like i'm ready for the like, next yes. step we know this is gonna mm-hmm. happen but so we so he was working for his job i uh ended up leaving up and up going to it was called jack porter um another design company um and then i just remember being like andy like for some reason i'm not very happy like the company's great but like i was like maybe i don't like design like i don't know like i wanted more flexibility in my schedule to work out (laughs) (laughs) um no but also because i think i just learned like i'm just the kind of person who like I want to work for myself and I want the flexibility of that. Um, and he, um, encouraged me to go off on my own, start freelancing. Um, and so I did that. Um, I started freelancing. He was helping me with the like back end stuff, um, of, uh, like proposals and all of that. Um, and that's kind of how, uh, Landy started. And then a few months later he, he was able to, leave his job um and we were able to go full-time with that okay confer so he was able to leave his job you're able, you're able to go full-time mm-hmm. with what's no end what's landy yes so what's the- this is again everything is very confusing no it, so- you have a really good system and mm-hmm. i follow no end on mm-hmm. the ig but yeah. I don't know what the other components are of it. Like, what is it? Nutrition and is it programming? Yes. And you have so, clients. And then this is how No End started. So both businesses kind of started simultaneously. They have nothing to do with each other. But Landy they, doesn't have anything. Landy to- has nothing to do with No End. Okay. But they started kind of simultaneously of Andy and I are both. He, so when we first met, he started helping me with my nutrition. Um, and that's kind of how that ball started rolling. I took a big interest in it. We both got certified from working against gravity. Our friends were like, hey, like, can you help us with this? So we like started helping our friends. And then one day I was like, Andy, we could make money off this. Like we could help people and we could make this a business. Like we like are good at this and kind of. And I remember sitting in a coffee shop downtown and Andy came up with the name No End Performance. And we had a couple of our friends who started with us. Can you please, I don't mean to interrupt you, oh, no. but please talk about No End Performance and the mission statement. I, oh, yes. Or, so essentially it's that 
goalpost is always moving. There's no end. So like if it's your nutrition, your fitness, whatever it is, like there's always something else. So there really is no end to what you can achieve, what this is. So with nutrition, we talk a lot about there's, you know, tons of fad diets and stuff out there of like what we do is more uh, sustainable and just trying to um, put you on that like that. journey for the rest I of love your life. No end, like there's um, just never ending end to yeah. like. Andy, getting... I'll give Andy a hundred percent credit with that one. He came up with that one, um, and it stuck. And then slowly but surely, over the past couple years, we've just gotten more and more clients, and we've just grown. And so it started as a hundred percent nutrition. Um, Andy was programming just for me, um, and then. Amy came to Andy and was like, hey, I think I want to, like, work with you guys, too. I want to work out with Lindsay. And so Andy started program programming for a Amy as well. And then over the past year and a half, more people have just asked him. Awesome. Um, and it's kind of just, like, grown. Both of them have grown simultaneously into, you know, these things we never really, like, imagined them to be. But no one's a nutrition and fitness company. Landy Design Co. is branding, marketing, website design all that so are the majority of your clients local people um a lot of our design clients are actually in charleston um but all over it's completely remote so um we've gotten a lot of them locally um but then again we work closely um with a company called front and center in charleston and so a lot of our clients come from there as well and that's for landy, landy. yes what about no end no and most of our clients are local okay mm -hmm. All right, so talk about what you do with Landy. What What is it? Okay. Um, Landy is like your full-service, one-stop shop for branding and marketing. Um, so I kind of started – it developed out of me freelancing when I left um, my office job. Um, and then Andy had uh, some experience with project management with his job. So that kind of, he does the back end stuff. I do the design side um, and it kind of grew into this business. Um, but we do logos, website design. Um, I mean, so for the community, everything. if I say, um, Lindsay, I want to brand my <laughs> chocolate chip cookies and I want to sell them. I would come to you about that one-stop shop, right? Like it's yes. marketing for yep. getting my product out there. Yeah, we could... Um, get you make you a good logo and brand that kit kind of and stuff. some packaging for oh, that yummy so cool. cookie <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of like so that people know what landy yes. is and then what do you mean packaging like you could ship it no like packaging oh. like design of, oh. so <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> packaging that her cookie goes in <laughs> gotcha okay. yes. oh, oh i so see what you're like saying that. i yes, see what you're yes, saying yes. and then like the logo if yep. i want t-shirts like a design a yes. pdf yeah something logos and branding are my favorite Mm -hmm. she designed our shirts for we also do a lot of social media design so um oh. for companies who um like don't want to manage and create the content for their social media we'll do all of that i did not realize that that's what landy did that's really mm -hmm. cool i'm gonna keep that in the back of my <laughs> so will i for sure mm -hmm. definitely mm -hmm. lots of ventures it and is then, confusing though but landy because is people because we definitely like andy and i are like landy no end and people are like what um, and then yes, the name but Landy, you've clarified it and Landy, yes, is... Landy came out of, cause I used to be, when I first started, I was LML designs. Um, and that was my name. And then when he came on with me, we were like, let's rebrand. And then we like jokingly called ourselves Landy one time and it just stuck. It stuck. Like, <laughs> I wish there was a cooler story, but there's not. 
I get it. Landy. Yes. Lindsay and Andy. Lindsay and Andy. Yeah. yeah. It, it's that literally days. just clicked. Did it really? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It's been a long day. All right. Sorry. <laughs> it's been a long and week. And then no end is the nutrition yes. and the programming. Yes. Awesome. Nutrition and fitness programming. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I know I'm going to talk to Andy about this when we have him on, but uh, what's his background as far as helping you with all this stuff? Yeah, so he did, he went to the Citadel and he did engineering. Um, He does not do engineering anymore, but so he worked uh, for a couple places, engineering, switched to a project management role. Um, I think he did, he did weightlifting in high school and he's very much when you meet him, like he like almost obsessively gets into something. So, mm-hmm. like, if he's into weightlifting, he is going to watch every single YouTube video there's ever been made about weightlifting. Um, and same goes for, like, anything else. You were just talking about this. What were you just YouTube? Mountain biking. Yes, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> so he's into mountain biking right now, and that's what we're watching on YouTube. Um, but anyway, so he did weightlifting. When he was in Columbia, he went to Carolina CrossFit. He got into CrossFit um, there. So then... He started helping me with my nutrition. He was with working against gravity personally with himself. He learned a lot through there. Um, started helping me with my nutrition. I mean, he's just like picked it up along the way. He loves weightlifting and CrossFit. And like that's kind of how he's learned and taught himself. Um, that's awesome. Citadel yeah. people are some of the most impressive individuals I've met since yeah. being down here. I didn't know what the Citadel was until I moved down here. <laughs> Um, but almost every graduate that I've ever met from the Citadel is like super impressive, Mm -hmm. um, and just go-getters, which have like a mind, like a fortitude. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is like one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. Uh, it's pretty wild. Like he just knows something about everything. Um, and then also just like, I mean, he's done amazing teaching me like him. I'll say him and Amy have just been like the t- my two rocks for like teaching me crossfit basically um so that's awesome i love that it's great to have you know a relationship like that and then also have you know a mentor like amy in mm-hmm. your life um and then you know obviously jen is a big yes. part of your life too um, it's pretty I mean, cool it's yeah. i think that's one of the coolest things that we've found like in i say this all the time on the podcast but the upstate how close people are between gyms right I was just talking, I had um, Taylor Self on right after the uh, Crucible. We chatted for a while, and I asked him, I was like, so you're in Charlotte, you're about to throw this big event in Charlotte. Is the culture in Charlotte kind of like it is here where we're all friends? And he's like, not at all. So no, I, fe- I feel like not. this is very unique to... I feel like all of the gyms, not? well, because mm-hmm. uh, I came from, I was mm-hmm. just there for a couple of years, and all of the gyms, nothing bad about it. They just have their own community. They're very segregated. But right. I think maybe the fittest of the upstate has mm-hmm. kind of uh, that competition on top of that, like just the way that reaction is with Swamp Rabbit, with Crash, with with Greer. Like, mm-hmm. it's just all – in Simpsonville, like, it, everybody's – there's so many gyms up here that I'm not even naming. They're all That's just so connected. That's so interesting. I, I just assume because this is the only CrossFit community I've ever been a part of that they're all like this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm so thankful to have other gyms and people like Crash and Jen and JR oh my gosh. and Allison over at Simpsonville. Oh. And, like, the whole community, it's just – amazing yes um i mean and andy brings a lot to the table i mm-hmm. did one workout that was programmed by oh, i've done a couple but like one just sticks in my mind 
getting ready for the crucible and my engine is not good and Andy programmed four rounds of <laughs> some crazy number of meters on the um, C2 bike and running four rounds and it was like an hour workout and Lindsay's just like coming off the runner and she's like oh my gosh that was so good we were and very like, sweaty that day I was dying I was I literally dug my own grave no, you it's, did it. It, was, it was but awesome. it's just amazing to have a camaraderie of mm -hmm. females people gyms that are just mm -hmm. very much building each all other together up. we're yes. all I mean we always like to say rising tides raids all ships but um like just being able to go to crash like once a week or however it is and just be welcomed by everyone there even though it's not necessarily my quote-unquote home gym like I feel like it is um like I'm like part-time you know yeah I feel the same so way about nice. reaction mm -hmm. too like I mean crash is my home gym it's where I coach but I go to reaction and I feel like I'm one of the members there yep it's very cool I love it um all right, so where did you end up on the leaderboard in 2020 at Crucible, and where did you end up this year? Um, I, as Jen knows, I'm not huge for looking at the leaderboard, um, uh -huh. but if I had to guess, last year I was probably last. <laughs> um, I don't I see. This is why. If I was responsible, David, for looking up the accolades, or all the, <laughs> I would have You had one that. job. I no. would have liked to have that job. I was definitely... Uh, at the bottom or close to the bottom for sure and where this were you year, this year um you don't know you seriously don't know i know you don't like to look at the leaderboard but you didn't look afterwards i'm pretty sure i remember i know where you were at was it You're, eighth yes yeah that's what i thought you, and you okay. were really close to seventh and sixth oh, thanks Jen. <laughs> oh my gosh um, you were right like you were oh, Lindsay. you are so humble <laughs> she, yeah you were eighth place this year mm -hmm. And you just like all of your hard work, I feel like was showcased. It was just a beautiful thing to watch. Oh, Definitely. I had I, so much fun. I, uh, just from an outsider looking in as a fan, I could see a distinct difference from last year to this year. Like huge difference. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I think, I know last year, like I was scared. Like I remember, especially that like barbell workout, like I was almost in tears before it because I was scared. Like I knew I'd practice it. I knew exactly how it was going to go. I knew I was probably going to embarrass myself. And like, and obviously I'm looking back on it. It's actually a very proud moment because it shows a lot of bravery that I went out and did it anyways. Mm -hmm. um, and like that whole competition of just like being so inexperienced and not very confident at all. And like one of my first ones, like that is like, it was a tough one mentally, the last crucible, but it is cool to see the progress. Um, and this year, like my only goal was to like go in and have fun, um, and focus on doing the best that I could do. Um, and that was it, you know, wherever that would be, if that's eighth or last, like that's where it lands. But I'm like super pumped that I was able to go in and just like I soaked every single moment in and had so much fun. Like it was you, like those so tests fun. of fitness are no joke. Yeah, JR knows how to flip sets, flip sleds there, but the oh. ramps, the mm -hmm. flip sleds, legless rope climbs, mm -hmm. ring muscle ups. Your ring muscle ups have come. You, I judged you last year. Yes, you did. And, and I, you were doing 
so singles. Andy and I talked. Andy, you were literally yes. judging her. I thought she, you no, were like, was, I was no, judging. She was judging me, and I, I came off the GHDs, and I was like having vertigo. I was like, I can't see oh. in front of me. <laughs> That's so horrible. And no, I like, was there's helping no way out you last were judging. year. She was my and judge. I was her judge. And, and then I, I think I came up and did two, and then I was on ones, and she was like, okay, but you can do it. And I was like, oh no. And then I was I'm in trouble. And she just like, and like she said, I mean, like you definitely have a different demeanor about you this year than you did last year and it's just I amazing. think I was more scared to fail last year than like excited to succeed uh-huh. um and that was a big difference and then I'll say you know and I talk about this a lot of like not feeling like you have to like prove anything but it was really cool this year to end on the ring muscle up workout and like see how far those have come and I started obviously the crucible the year before started on the ring muscle ups and it did not go well for me so being able to like almost like redemption almost uh was a cool moment it was a really cool way to end yes that's a i didn't think of it that way that's Mm -hmm. kind of not a metaphor but like yeah not a figure of speech but no that's a really good way to look at it we had so much fun this past weekend was a lot of fun that's awesome all right so we sort of started talking about the off season um we what are goals for we'll say specific crossfit goals Mm -hmm. for 2022 so this might sound weird but i don't have any yeah i like so i read this book uh not too long ago it's called burn your goals and i used to be this big goal setter um it's not that i don't have like dreams or aspirations but instead of you know writing down like you know, I want to win this game. I want to win this tournament. I want to, you know, win the championship. It's more so like, okay, what are the things I have to do every single day? And just focusing on doing the best I can every day. Um, wherever that falls, it falls. But I don't have any goals for this season. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way I think about thing, life that way. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my goals or one of the things I tell myself is, I just want to get to class four days a week Mm -hmm. and whatever happens in the open will probably be a lot better if I just go four days a week, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I've been working a lot lately on surrendering the outcome and just focusing on the things that are inside of my control. So, you know, not necessarily setting, you know, any goals or expectations, but just like going in every day and working my ass off and whatever. Can I say that? Anyway? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor dropped a bunch of okay. F-bombs oh, last week. Just, you, know, <laughs> you know, and it's, you know, just working my ass off every day on the things that I can control, doing all the little things. Um, yep. And, you know, just wherever that lands, it lands. Yeah, that manifests in life too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say that the same thing here at work. You know, it's just focusing on what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. That's what people are going to remember. If you're focusing on that person, on this topic, on this job, um, on what we're trying to do, that'll manifest in a bigger picture Mm -hmm. in the long run. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. I really like that you're doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, If you had, you did say dreams though. (laughs) Do you have dreams of making it to a semifinal? Um, Yes, that would be awesome. Cool. Yeah. Do dreams it. are fun I'm i like dreams it. i'm calling it she will do it yeah she will it's i think you definitely have the athletic background and the mindset too and you're 26 so you <laughs> you're in prime time i tell everyone i'm 23 so 
Good job. <laughs> well, people would probably believe it. I'm 29 so. and holding. <laughs> <laughs> people would probably believe that too. Oh, no. I tell everyone I'm, I'm serious. I would have three and five eight. <laughs> <laughs> my driver's I am five eight. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Yes. Oh my gosh, no. No. <laughs> That's what you tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See. Yeah. What you say is truth, right? You, um, if you say it with confidence. That's right. I mean, we could circle back to CrossFit, but I'm just going to ask, do you have any hobbies outside of CrossFit? I love to read. Um, I love to read. Um, what else? Uh, Andy and I have two dogs. Um, they're kind of a big hobby. We have a golden retriever and a little English bulldog. Um, we like to go hiking. Mountain biking and biking is a new hobby that we are picking up. Um, yeah, anything like outside. We and like to do. He's your fiance, so you're getting married in. We are getting married in April. Yes, he's my fiance, uh, uh, coach, business partner, all everything, of the, literally everything, all of the above. <laughs> so how does that work? Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys talked about this at all? You know, once you're married, lo- dating life, fiance life, engagement life, and mm-hmm. married life, and then eventually having kids. That's a lot. Have you ever thought about, have you talked about the future, like how you're going to handle all that? I mean, yes. Like, I mean, we talked about our, I guess our goals, dreams, aspirations yeah. very much line up. Um, so we talk about the future and all of that, and we're very much like on the same path, want the same things. Um, we're very like-minded um, yeah. in the way that we kind of attack life, which is really cool. And yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You guys, so it doesn't sound like you guys ever fight then. Oh, we absolutely <laughs> fight. No, we absolutely fight. He's the best person <laughs> ever. But um, especially when you, you know, he coaches me, so he gets the brunt of my when my attitude is not great. Um, and we work together and all of that. So there absolutely are challenges, but it's also the most like rewarding thing I ever think, doing it together. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I, I always feel like, like you it. and Laura don't fight. <sighs> I feel like like I Laura. Now, now I'm getting to know you both. Now that you both at Crash and you two seem too perfect. No, uh, we. I definitely have my moments, and Laura, don't let her southern charm. <laughs> Have you met Laura yet? Oh my no, gosh. I don't oh. think so. Well, she's she, a five a.m. Okay. She can As definitely. She can let me have it, and she can let those boys have it too. Trust me, she can throw the hammer down. She's that's good. She can that's throw good. it down. But yeah, the dynamic of your relationship—it's—it seems like even if there is discomfort, even if there are fights, mm-hmm. you both have the mental. You have the mental endurance to like work through it together and mm-hmm. come up on. I top. mean, I definitely like to look at every like obstacle if you want to call it that or like fight is like an opportunity to learn so you're like learning more about your partner through that um you know we try to like grow from all of those instances but I mean it's so much fun like all the stuff we're doing is like I mean we like work together every day for each other like I mean it's just a lot of fun no that's awesome you guys are relying on each other Mm -hmm. on on every facet um how old is he He's uh, about to turn 28 next week. I see y'all are both young. That's awesome. Um, What else do you want to talk about? Um, You want to, off the top of your head, do you want to do like, um, like a, like a, like a rapid fire? Yeah. Like, I mean, I I I love rapid fire questions. Yes. All right. Since you brought it up, you can start. Cleans or snatches? Cleans. (laughs) Cleans. 
All right. You saw me try to snatch the 165 bar last <laughs> oh, week. Oh, whatever. Your form has gotten, like, but whatever you've been working on, your form is, it's it's rising. Like, your snatches you, were Jen. not bad, Lindsay. <laughs> they were good. And, like, I feel like once you, like, nail your, like, you've been doing this three years. Like, I can't, I've been doing this almost 10 years. <laughs> And my snatches, like, there's some photos of it. I'm like, oh, gosh. That's I'm horrible. a very impatient person. You are working on it. <laughs> that, that, it's phenomenal to see what you've done in three years, and you're just going to oh, do even well. bigger things. But go on. Sorry, I was making you think of your rapid fire. Thank now you, you have plenty of time to think. I things. had so much time. <laughs> All right. Um, would you rather have um, – see, you gave me so much time. Right, I'll give you, I'm going to give you a little bit extra time. Oh, I have a couple on okay, the top of it. my head. That's like one thing I kind of prepared for. Um, <laughs> cookies. So natural. Cookies or ice cream? Cookies. Off the top oh, of my head, cookies. Okay. Yeah. Chocolate chip or um, – chocolate chip or Oreo? Oh, my God. That's so hard. Isn't that a hard I'm one? I'm going to go chocolate chip. Okay. She makes phenomenal cookies. I, have you ever had them? Uh, well, so maybe well, I should just you I don't think so. And I, I'm a I brought bit them offended. to. Uh, well, oh, because I yes, I know you're. Well, okay, so now I moved to Spartanburg, uh-huh. and my oven is horrendous. Oh, really? So I need to get we'll a new have to oven. Get you guys a new oven. Yeah, I have. Well, it's it's on the radar. It's just like it doesn't cook the right way, and so my cookies. It's a sore subject. You took care of the the home gym before that. <laughs> yeah, low key, I was kind of looking forward to some home baked oh, cookies no, today. See, so you spoiled me yeah. the first time. Yeah, now I'm gonna. Now I had now, these high well, expectations. See, now this is in the back of my mind, David, and Laura's just gonna have to get a batch of cookies. I'm just gonna have to try to figure <laughs> out how to make, make them. Some next week. I did like I have made some, but they're just not as good because there's something wrong with the timing of the oven, and I just haven't figured it out. But yes, we're gonna get. I some. have one. Can we go pancakes or waffles? <gasps> That's a great that question. That is a really good yep. one. Waffles. Oh my god, Jen, what? Yeah, waffles. I'm gonna. Have, I'm going pancakes See, all day long. Like pancakes? my little girl, yeah. Mia. We go to wa- we used to go to Waffle House one oh. time a week together, and I would make her airplane waffles. And like, I love Waffle House waffles. There's just something about them. I don't know. And so I would like cut them a certain way to where it makes in the shape of an airplane. So I think there's like a little bit of nostalgia with for sure with um, waffles. We used to do that when I was a kid. We would like make the Mickey Mouse like outline or maybe like our, our letter like a d for yeah, david yeah, yeah. whatever that's fun you're fun you're fun you're from parent all right <laughs> so y- y'all are going on a vacation tonight you're leaving you and andy and it's every all expenses are paid where are you guys going oh, i like that mm, for greece. we'll say a week greece ah mm-hmm. see that's where laura wants to go really bad mm-hmm. greece Anywhere like on the Mediterranean, I want to go to the Adriatic. I just want to go to a sea. We were talking about that. Have you guys ever been to a sea? Like, you've been to the ocean, you've been to a lake. I can't say I A have. sea. And I don't really know what qualifies. I think a sea is an expansion of the ocean, if, if I'm correct. When I was little, I was spoiled, very much spoiled. My parents, every other summer, I went to Italy. So isn't oh. there one side that's I can't the- believe you didn't play soccer. Yeah. <laughs> but um i have i mean i'm sure i'm pretty sure that's the adriatic sea over on the italy side i believe so i think that's i but i my memories are just like with my family and cousins but um i i don't know i don't remember having like any like experience where it was just so gratifying and and calm and i guess if i was older yeah, you don't maybe. appreciate don't things exactly. when you're a kid no. <laughs> you ever think about that like you do so much stuff for your kids right now and you're like how much of this are they going to remember 
I think back to all the things that my parents did for me, just like obviously they're working full-time jobs and then I get off school. My dad drives me two hours sometimes just to practice. Sits all at practice driving back. That's the stuff I remember. I mean, we got back sometimes at like 10 or 11. I was doing homework in the car and then, you know, he's waking up going to work the next day and then like uh, practicing with you on the weekends. Like every day on the weekends, like everything coming to all my games, both of them, like everything they did. I'm like, wow. But if they took you to Greece. (laughs) would you remember that beautiful we went to jamaica once that was fun sounds like you owe them a trip to greece yeah (laughs) i owe them a lot uggs or sandals Ooh, that's such a good question well oh yeah because you're like the hot yes Mm -hmm. i just like i think if cold like you know the wrigley ate a hole in my uggs in the in the heel of them so i don't have any good uggs Mm. currently you gotta hide those or you gotta put them up on the top shelf i know all right so it sounds like you're a coffee drinker is that correct yes all right so if you had to get coffee with a female games athlete and then work out with them or you know maybe work out with them then get coffee who would it be i mean off the top of my head i want to say tia obviously but also like katrin we all love us some katrin you guys kind of have a tia shane dynamic that's pretty cool yeah you and yes you and andy are you going to do the Wadapalooza qualifier? Um, I think me, Allison, and Amy are going to do the team Because together. the individual. Oh, wow. That'll be that's awesome. That's going to be out. So the team. individual qualifier was, it's what, this week and last week? I think the last time, yes. Or the last day was today. The last, or to submit your scores mm-hmm. is at 11.59 tonight. So when the, I definitely have a dream to do Wadapalooza at some point individually. Because um, when we went in 19, I was like mesmerized. Floored, right? And that's where I was like, okay, like. I want to do this. That's a wonderful competition. Um, yeah. And it was just wild. And we were just spectating. Um, you were competing in that. I think you guys won by RX. No. Yes, you did. You guys won. It was so cool. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> that's the year that, 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 yes. that in 2020, that's when you went. That's was when, it 2020? That's when you went. The year you won. The, the year that I, okay, yes. yes, that was 2020. That was right okay. before COVID. Right before COVID. Yes. Okay. That was like the last big thing before that was, COVID. That was the last big thing. Because yep. I remember we got home, COVID hit, and we were like, we were just um, with like thousands of right. people. Right, right. And um, that was teams of two guys and two girls. Now it's back to three, three girls. girls. Yeah. So much fun. Oh my God. There's going to be a lot of people from around here going down for this. It's going to be a party. I think so. We're yeah. getting, we're working on getting our media credentials to do a live podcast <gasps> down there. So. You, you guys will have to stop by and get back on. At, I would. At I definitely want to go. I hope we <laughs> qualify. Um, oh, you will. But yes. yeah, the individual qualifiers were. I mean, they came out late. What dates they were going to be? And You're I was already right. signed up to do crucible. beach brawl and crucible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought we thought it was going to be a little bit too much. So. All right. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. I said something about Wadapalooza individual, but I can't. Remember. If you could choose one thing for your future son or daughter to be really good at, and they also loved doing it, mm-hmm. what would it be? Dancing. <laughs> I think because like I you can. like actual dancing. Yeah, like I think you want to take your kid to dance recitals and stuff. No, or, I just want them to like or just hey, be, really be really good. Dance recitals. Huh? Some some really big, and I don't mean to go off. But they've revamped dance recitals. When I was dancing, <laughs> it was my family would sit in the audience for four plus hours. Uh-huh. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. It was dreadful. And I had my parents and my uncle, they, my grandma sat through 
three, four hours of dancing. But now my daughter's in dance and they have it to where, and this may have been because of COVID, but I feel like they've done this for years where they have section times. Perfect. And so that no, you don't have to sit there for so long. And if your dancer's in three or four dances, mm-hmm. you it's timed appropriately. But that's like, uh, do you like the arts? Like, no, I meant just like she meant going to the club and to be dance. able to like, like I think when I'm we're jealous. at a wedding reception, mm-hmm. she wants to make sure they know every dance and that they can move their feet and like look coordinated while doing it. I think I'm jealous because I have no rhythm and I can't dance. That I would, you know, that if your kid was doing mm-hmm. it, you would just. In- instill yes. it and do everything you can to continue it yeah. that's probably and they you can it. probably attest to this that's probably one of like the best things as a parent when you throw on a jam and your kid just gets down in the middle of the kitchen or something i oh, mean yeah. jen can dance <laughs> yeah mia yeah. mia mia dances to some frozen we jam out Jen's together a good dancer i'm 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 very cheesy <laughs> now like my kid is four so we kind of have to watch what we put on because he'll pick up on some of the words but before like it didn't matter so it was it was fun <laughs> All right, Jen, you got any more questions? Oh, I, you are just a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> person. You are a sunbeam and a half. Thank you for... Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I think uh, I think it was a long time coming. Like I said, people were... You have fans. So, and I really... Hill? <laughs> I really liked... Uh, There's people in the upstate that talk about you, Lynn. No, you're, for sure. Like, I think you're, you're an up-and-coming athlete that people are interested in. And to like talk about your history and your past, and I didn't realize like how devoted soccer was. Like you were to mm-hmm. soccer, and how big of a part of it was of your life. Yes. I had no idea. Yeah, it's, so I loved learning that about. Yeah, you. it was probably like twenty, Golly. twenty-one years. Yeah. Do you think you're gonna get your kids involved in soccer? I don't know. <laughs> if they want to, they can, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right, here's one last question, and then we'll end this. What would be more gratifying, winning the individual CrossFit Games or winning a World Cup on Team USA? I mean, at the place I'm at in my life currently, I would say the CrossFit Games. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially because I think you're so honest with yourself and you had the opportunity to potentially go down that route, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're just so much happier with the process of CrossFit. Yeah, it's been cool to take some of the stuff that I wish maybe I, you know, had the mental, I don't know, like the mentality in soccer to um, think of it that way. Um, I don't know. It's nice to apply it to CrossFit now. Um, Yeah. The athlete that you are, you definitely have some wonderful components to well, there's something about being a center midfield because I remember <laughs> Allison saying she was a center midfield as oh, well. Oh, was she? We she just, was. What we love to run. Yep. You. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Jr. Like, can we just run longer with a sandbag? Forget this oh flip sled thing. Oh, just gosh. let us run more laps. That was the worst part of that workout <laughs> the sandbag. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, we did you, it in you class. Did it in class. Yeah. yeah. I coached you that. That yeah. was my favorite part. <laughs> oh man. Of course, well, oh. Oh. Good. Well, side note. I yeah. don't mean to like because we're about to end this, but Lindsay passed me <laughs> the run she and she was so motivating and sweet and kind and i was just breathing really hard and wheezing and she passed me on the sandbag we run she lapped me it. it was a lot of fun i enjoyed that so much well it was, it was super awesome hearing about landy and no end and all your aspirations for crossfit and just life in general you're inspirational 
Um, I think you're a great example for young kids to look up to and keep keep spreading, as I guess Jen would say, the love. Because I, I can definitely tell that you got a lot of it. So um, we're grinded out. Jeez. Yes. Yes. Thank you for coming on and dropping some knowledge bombs. And we'll see you down the road. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you, Lane. All right. Y'all heard it here on the Apogee Fitness Podcast. Mm-hmm.